nice to see you. Oh, what a beautiful day. Oh, honey, you're looking so good today. Oh. You're looking great too, hon. Come on in. Come on in. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome. come right along. Hello. Hello and it's welcome. Oh, hello, it's welcome, your grandmother welcome. again. If you haven't been to the show before, we, your grandmothers, are kind of the the uh, Stewards. Shepherds. shepherds, yes, of this Herders. show. And so, welcome. We just wanted to say hello, and we wanted to welcome you to the audio portion. Hello, Hopefully welcome to the audio. You've already checked out the book, and for the audio portion, you're you're putting in your nice headphones, and you've got the audio downloaded to your phone. Headed out for a walk, a wool sweater, and sturdy shoes. However, we know that not everyone can uh, get out to some beautiful land, and so if you're able to just uh, get out your speakers and and your knitting project or your quilting project and draw and hang out let us take you on That's a little journey way. you want to make sure you have good sound quality as maximum you can have. sound quality is is preferred preferred and we want you to be comfortable cozy warm enough and in the zone and to in, get magical and surreal and we want you to just enjoy this sonic experience Yes. 
To do. Wake up. Hit snooze. Let your soft, warm body rest just a little longer. This time on the couch, maybe. Underneath that random throw blanket. Just steal a few more minutes of sleep as the sun creeps in through the window like so many recent headlines gradually seeping into the unfurling folds of your waking mind. Let the dog out, check your texts, put on the kettle for tea. Stand in the front doorway and look at the dog. Really look at him. Observe his behavior here, outside, until the kettle sings. Make a cup of green tea. Don't think too much about choosing your mug, even though it may be the most important choice of the day. Meditate 20 minutes. Put on the coffee, stretch 20 minutes, stretch extra 10 minutes because how, when, what tragedy befell you so that the area around your left shoulder somehow contracted into a hardened, knotted mass, will it ever soften? What is being held there? Pour a cup of black coffee and then pour half and half into it and watch the two swirl together for just long enough until you need to look away. Pour a bowl of cereal. Check Instagram. Don't read the New York Times. Don't read the New York Times. Haven't you learned this by now? Do not start your day reading the New York Times while you are eating, shoveling spoonfuls of bad news into your face before the day has even begun. Check Instagram again. Facebook too. Decide to quit Facebook. Decide to throw your phone into a lake. Decide to move to Nova Scotia. Let the dog in. Wash the mug, the bowl, the spoon. Let the water from the faucet run over your tender and calloused hands. Consider the origin and journey of the water to you. Marvel that we have access to clean water at all. Greet the other persons of the house, for they too have awoken. Recall that Audre Lorde quote about self-care and wonder whether it was meant for you. Read Audre Lorde. Actually do it though, 
That old copy of Sister Outsider from college. Take it down and go out into the backyard. You still have some more time and some coffee left. Read that Mary Oliver poem, too. Look at a bird. Check on the fall seedlings, the cabbage, the broccoli, arugula, onions, peas. Donate to support the First Nations people of Nova Scotia. Check your email, Google spreadsheet, doodle poll, Zoom meeting, Slack thread, Microsoft Teams, Twitter feed, Amazon ad, quit Amazon, quit everything, take a shower. Wonder again at the availability and provenance of water, perhaps aloud. Sing, sing anything, sing Bill Withers' lovely day, sing Heart of Glass, sing that super sad song from Frozen 2, donate to save the Amazon. Go outside again and eat something, an egg, an egg on toast. Pull a tarot card, it's the egg card. Now pull another card and you guessed it, it's toast. Apply this to your life. Read your horoscope. Stretch your shoulder again. Fold some laundry. Stare out the window. Think about your mom. Do your eyebrows for the webinar. Maybe a little lip gloss. Put on some pants. Introduce yourself. Where are you calling in from? What's the air quality index where you are? What brings you to this webinar today? When it's your turn, choose to say what pronouns you use, and also acknowledge the indigenous people whose land you are on. Even if the facilitator didn't ask you to, do it anyways. There's that shoulder again. Go ahead and stand up. Push your ergonomic chair back from the desk. Close your laptop. Put on a mask. Get in your car and drive to City Hall. Use a Sharpie and some cardboard and make a sign. Join the throngs of people already there. March when it is time to march. Chant when it is time to chant. Yell and shout when it is time to yell and shout. Stay vigilant, keep track, don't waver. Look power squarely in the face and acknowledge that it could definitely kill you. On the way home, pick up some bandages for the first aid kit, and some more bandages for the earthquake kit, and some more bandages for the evacuation kit, and some frozen two band-aids for your niece. Send your niece a video message. She's learning how to wink, but still has to use one finger to push her eyelid down, so you do the same. Check Instagram. Post an Audrey Lord quote. Post the tarot spread. Post the lyrics from Frozen 2. My God, how is it ethical for some songwriter to get paid to sit in some studio at Disney and write such songs? My God, these songs. I mean, how dare they write lyrics so tragic and then have the gall to superimpose them onto chord changes that have obviously been scientifically engineered to just demolish the human heartstrings. And then what do you have but a bunch of children and their parents and caretakers just tearfully lurching around with crushed ice in place of their hearts? Check your texts. Ask the other person in the house what they want for dinner. A frozen, they say, meaning a frozen meal from Trader Joe's. Some food masquerading as another food. Cauliflower as gnocchi. Pea protein as burger. Cauliflower as risotto, etc. Walk the dog. Really walk him. Observe his behavior here, outside. Observe yours, too. Look at a flower. Say hi to the neighbors. Trade a loaf of bread for a bag of avocados. A bunch of loquats for a Mexican beer. 
film the police on the corner until they leave. Go the long way, under the highway, and then over the highway. Don't worry about the fence they put up. Break through the fence. Break through everything. Break down in tears, right here on the overpass, remembering the last beautiful day. The parade. Everyone came by with songs and balloons and gifts and well wishes and babies and dogs and a homemade piñata. Take out the recycling. Check the mail. Do an exercise video. Eat in front of the TV. Something bleak but still escapist. Not like New York Times bleak or even that goddamn Frozen song or is it from Hamilton? Or is it Elliot Smith? Or is it Chopin? Hum it to yourself as you put on your face oils and your face creams. Hum it around the hum of your electric toothbrush. Hum it throughout the house as you turn off the lights, turn on the ceiling fans, water the house plants, make sure the dog has water, marvel again at the fact of water, and when will we stop taking it for granted? Make one last Instagram post about glaciers. Turn on the white noise. Open the New Yorker. Start to read the restaurant review, but you're so tired, so very tired. Turn out the lights. Hum the song to yourself in your head. Let it play there in your head, lyrics and all. That simple, heart-wrenching children's song, gentle tune of anguish and grief, louder and louder, over and over and all through the night. Tomorrow, same list. This time, try each action slowly as a prayer. Self-portrait as the place I was born. Smell of mother. Cilantro. Armpit. Those high pines, their soft wave catching cocoons from mist. Slope and pick. Mica flash. Updraft of the hawk. The audacity in a lily's throat. Porcupines overhead eating bark. Spin all that disappears into something worth weaving, something worth wearing as your own. Blue glint, granite clench, wheelbarrow, fence line. How I hauled myself and kept myself out or in. Mosquito dappled, horsefly blessed, here and here and here. Purslane, crabgrass. Even the unwanted in me had exquisite names. If I speak, I must speak all bloom, all stock rising sap, tongue rolling litanies of root, rain, and wood thrush. I am not the lilted fragrance, but the thistle. Yet are we not the same, grown from the same soil, 
every inch an altar. Everywhere along the low and marshy places, along the thin ridge of sugar and maple and gold, I collect these tufts of myself, seeds bearing light and silk, who seek fields to call home. Go Feel 
ode to adaptability, to the struggle and pleasure of wind and rain, to fire and light workers, to the trees and flowers, fungi and rivers, whales and mosquitoes and rock who have watched these plights cycle through human hearts, offering guidance to those who turn in their direction, to those who serve up a bowl of kreplach for remembering. The tallit is a garment worn by those, historically men, of Jewish faith as a symbol of communal solidarity and devotion to their God. Dear ancestors, it feels like digging, like moving piles of dirt and rock, chasing a glimpse of who and what I might belong to. I don't know anyone who has a tallit. Until a few years back, I thought being Jewish meant being loud, meant pushing food onto anyone who knocked at the door. I still do. Meant nomadism turned hoarding. Meant bagels and kefilte fish, noshing on pretzels and talking over each other. I collected scraps of Yiddish phrases from elders who couldn't always say what it meant. I had never heard the words pogrom or Ashkenazi. I was told it was about asking questions. It looked like burnt lakkas. We have had to dig far back to find a place that resonates. We have to look outside of our families to learn our stories. Maybe it appeared as forgetting, as distancing, but maybe that's what survival demanded. I want to live in a world where surviving doesn't mean assimilating. Now we are scraping for the pieces. Darling, don't have a candle? This crayon will do. Draw one. Remembering a tradition of making what you do have sing for you. Dear Tully, I love you even though I haven't made you yet. I love the idea of you. Dear Tully, prayer shawl, pile of torn fabric, pile of beautiful fabric, lace pieces, a shirt that was my dead mom's, an old quilt, neon thread from a box store, embroidery thread from a tag sale, old sewing needles stuck in a worn red fabric tomato. From this pile of stuff, I will fashion you. It isn't a tallit as it was meant to be, but it will be a tallit as I mean it to be. A heavy quilt, shawl, cloak, cape, to drape over my shoulders when I sit in meditation. Pausing with the invisible, being with body and breath, remembering that I am alive, that for me, being alive is to be part of reciprocal liberation so that all can be alive. Opening my eyes after sitting with them closed, the light starts to shimmer again. I've learned that prayer for personal gain will not deliver out of context for greater good. There are so many ways to show up for collective freedom. Through it all, we will also pause, care for our bodies. We will make art. We will not bury our art. Art is prayer. You, future shawl, are a prayer. Dear doubt, dear poison medicine, how are my instincts serving to keep me in comfort? What is the truth I'm scared of stumbling upon? Dear Talit, you are a love letter to f***ing up, to the fear of f***ing up, to patience, to trying not to cause harm along the way, to knowing harm is caused, to knowing that the presence of my body alone can cause such harm, to loving my body anyway, to love is protest. Dear cycles of oppression, white flight, 
Looking at some of the choices my ancestors made asks me to embody some shape of forgiveness. A love letter to knowing that good intentions are not actually enough, and yet sometimes that is all we have. A love letter to impact. Dear pain, dear chronic illness, I have experienced material shifts born from the spirit realm. My body bridged to spirit. Thank you. Dear beloved dead, I can't even begin to tell you the ways I miss you. Dear beloved dead, I built a bridge to spirit in the wake of your deaths. Thank you for being bridge builders. Dear America, what will it take? Dear earth, I love you. I'm sorry. Thank you. Dear prayer shawl, you are also a home for rage and grief. Dear, I want love and accountability and transparency and justice to be the air we breathe. I commit to this vision by seeing reality as it is, not as I'd like it to be. Dear best intentions, how do we get from the t-shirt slogan to the real thing? Dear, this talit is a commitment to this work. May this talit return me to my humanity so that I can keep showing up for liberation. May we be haunted by the beauty that awaits us. Bury police brutality, bury murder, bury hate, bury shame. If the sun is not solid, none of this is solid. Another world on the other side of the bridge. Remember hallelujah days, holding hands, dance parties, feeding our cat. These words mean nothing without follow through, which requires accountability, which relies on community. Not only are we nothing alone, but alone in itself is a fallacy that this liberation movement obliterates. Praise. If there is a spirit world, if there are multiple dimensions, then there is also the dimension where the horror of this world has been buried and something new rings its own copper bell. With love, Lil and Chels.
hearts visit like old friends, chest to chest, to breast to breast. They race together, pitter-patter across a green field, laughing. Heartbeat is contagion of the living. In the cavity of my chest, lungs hold my heart, constant, gentle embraces with each breath. Loneliness rises like a flood in the body. I breathe, thankful that I can, hugging my own heart through the grief of today. Heavy clouds rolling and darling, I don't mind. Cause with you and me so far, the sky's been kind. Come listen as the rain starts to drum. And all the wild things will sing along.
witness girl I'll join them as I sing to you The river is the choir The waterfall the band Crashed by moose, raccoons, and turkeys Welcomed but unplanned Confetti, golden leaves from up above No venue but the land could host our
Recipe for the Cabaret One-fourth cup cornstarch Four cups water Heat, stirring constantly until glue appears Cool for three minutes Add cardboard, paper, staples, scissors Two cups of what sparkles Leaves, any color Anything that makes a sound. Something that flutters. A song to hum, sing, or dance to. A favorite research resource. A snack. A sip. A basket full of questions. Something from the trash. Sturdy boots. Places to perform. Your front porch. An empty field, at the dinner table, on your plate, in the bathtub, in someone's mailbox via love letter. Possible audiences, the squirrels, your neighbors, your kids, any kids, yourself, the mountain. Dear future, I promise to consider you. I promise to remain true to my life, my present, but in my choices, my actions, and my discernment, I am devoted to you. I promise to hold awareness that I do not own you, that I belong to you as every other living, animate, inanimate thing does, because you are for everyone. You are for all places, all tides, all times. I desire you like a lover. I'm afraid of you. I'm afraid you will not come. I understand you are unsure. I understand you are uncertain. And I promise not to take you for granted. I promise that I believe in you, that I will have hope. I promise to continue planting flower seeds even if what I know to be true breaks down around me. I promise to honor the sovereignty of life at large over human demands. Thank you, dear future, for your loyalty, your patience, your faith. Dear future, I am a whale's heart. I am a broken bone. I am a sea sponge and a rusty suitcase. I know what a car wreck feels like. I know ice cream running down my arm in the summer. I know multiple orgasms, cicadas, and mucaros at dusk. I know what it's like to lose a best friend have a gravely sick sibling. I know what near death feels like. Dear future, we are coming. I know about sunsets in a rowboat, olives, outdoor bathtubs, and fried cheese with guava. I know what being truly alone feels like, and I know true love. I know what it feels like to watch people I love in pain and to undergo frightening interventions. I know about fresh picked strawberries, poems read out loud and slow dancing. I felt swallowed up by the world, lost in darkness and laughed so hard it hurts. I know people's smells and sounds and gates. I have animal friends and I've skinned roadkill. 
I grow fruits and vegetables, and I still use plastic, drive a car, and buy things I don't need. I know what it feels like not to be consulted, to feel unsafe. I know rocking chairs, and I've breathed underwater. I've seen ghosts, and I've had my back kissed by someone who loves me. I know salt water in my eyes, music that stretches my heart. I know the cut of a knife and the tongue of a lover. I'm up for it, all of it. Let it come. Yes, we will. 